This is Tools of the Podcast Trade, where you can learn about the tools and resources you can use to start and grow your podcast. Tune in this week as we talk about the help you need to remove the mystery from podcasting so you can become a successful podcaster that can reach your audience where they are. My guest today is Tyler Foley. Welcome, Tyler. I understand you're just multi-talented, so I'm not even going to describe you up front. <laughs> uh, but as usual, and to help me get to know you better and to get, help mm-hmm. our audience get to know who you are, tell us who is Tyler. Oh, that's a, a really good question. A uh, short answer is I am a father, a husband, a son, a performer, entrepreneur, seeker of warm beaches and lover of fine chocolate and and then it all expands out from there <laughs> man after my heart chocolate and beach <laughs> that's right Love it. all right thank you very much so i was kind of looking at your 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 profile and on where we met on pod match mm-hmm. and it talks about how funny you are how you're going to make us laugh so i'm looking <laughs> forward <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. But you're a podcast host. Tell us about your experience as a, as a podcast. Well, so the funny thing is, is I have hosted shows before, but currently I am making most of my podcast appearances on other people's shows. I'm coming on strictly as a guest. And in fact, for the last year, that's all I've done is, is guest on other people's shows, mostly because it takes the work off of having to run a show myself. <laughs> and okay. um, and it's been a really interesting opportunity for me to broaden my horizons on the shows that I've been on, because typically when I used to run a show myself, I used to run a, a program called the Entrepreneur Speakers Corner. It was it was exactly that, right? I'd have entrepreneurs and they were wonderful conversations, but it was very uh, focused and narrow where now I get to come on all kinds of different shows and be exposed to different audiences in a really impactful way. So I've actually really enjoyed being on the other side of the microphone for a little bit and just coming on as a guest. And that's been, you know, the last... Well, year, I've been the number one ranked guest on Podmatch where you and I met, which has been really, really quite a, a tremendous honor for me to, to hold that position. And now I've actually started training other people how to do exactly what I did. So if you were to go on Podmatch right now, right today, the top four of the top 10 guests on the guest side, I've trained. So that's that's a real honor to me that not only have I been able to do this, but I've been able to pass on that information to other people. So, right. Yeah. That is awesome. A professional guest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So one of the things that interested me about, you know, your story is actually that the act of the art of storytelling. Why is storytelling mm-hmm. important? especially in the podcasting space? Well, first of all, particularly with podcasting, it's a auditory medium, right? We don't have the advantages of visuals and, you know, you can't even, it's, there's no textile way of actually reaching out and touching anything. All you can do is impact somebody's mind through sound. Mm-hmm. And if you think about how humans have communicated for millennia, you know, regardless of how long, you feel humans have walked the face of the earth for however long that time period is, 
we've been communicating through. Not very many people possessed the ability to read or write even up until two or 300 years ago. But we have always had this ability to speak and to communicate and effectively how we have passed knowledge down generation to generation to generation is through the art of story. So storytelling is how we as a society, how we as a community, and how we as a species have continued to evolve using our stories to illustrate our world around us and how we see it. And that's the other key to stories is that when I tell you my story, you're able to see the world through my point of view. When you tell me your story, I can see it through yours. And that's how we gain empathy. That's how we gain sympathy. That's how we gain understanding. That's how we spread knowledge by allowing each other to experience something new, a different viewpoint. Right. They say never judge a person until you've walked a mile in their shoes. But I can't do that physically in reality. I can, however, do that metaphorically through you telling me your story. Yeah, that, that's awesome. And that that's the connection. Well, that's what create the connection. Right. Between mm-hmm. us. Yes. All right. That, that's very cool. I like that way of explaining it because you hear it a lot. Tell your story. Share your story. But yeah. Yeah. OK. All right. I do want to go back to the guesting, though, because that's really uh, my mind's going off into, you know, somewhere else with that. How can podcasters, you've, you've been guesting for a while, how can mm-hmm. podcasters leverage being a guest on other shows or being a guest anywhere, really? How can they? Use well, that? so you, you have to understand it doesn't matter the platform that you're on, whether it's a podcast or a TV show or a radio show or a physical stage, anytime you have a captive audience, your first and foremost responsibility is to be of service to that audience. And I think where a lot of people maybe get it wrong in the beginning is particularly, you know, it's always nice. My guest today is Tyler Foley, you know, and you get the nice introduction from Jennifer and I'm going to be on the tools of the podcast and, and, you know, and you get to be on, on these shows and they, they introduce you and you think, Oh, what a wonderful ego stroke for me. Mm-hmm. And now this is about me and what I can do. And it's not what it is what the reality is, is if you are being asked to be a guest on a show, it's so that you can impart some bit of wisdom or information or guidance to that person's audience. You are being invited. You are a guest. It's no different than if you were to invite me to your home, Jennifer, and you're having a dinner party and you wanted some information provided to your guests. You know, you're going to, you have this captive audience and then you're going to invite me in. And it's my job to do the thing that you as a host are asking of me so that your guests, your audience walk away served. And when you create that mindset and you frame it that way, I am invited into your space and I am here to serve as you need. That becomes uh, remarkably freeing. And that's when you can make the most advantage of these platforms because you can be of service. You can be of value to a, a very captive and engaged audience, particularly particularly podcasts. Because unlike a traditional TV or a radio where somebody has to, somebody can passively be involved with that, right? Like the TV is playing in the background or maybe it's in a public space and they're, they're playing the channel that they've chosen. 
or a radio that just happens to be on, you you have no input in it. You might choose the channel that you like because you like the information on it, but the programming is constantly revolving. Where with a podcast in particular, somebody has to actively choose to not only want to download that information, but then actively listen to it once it's downloaded. So if you have somebody who's listening to a podcast in particular, that is a truly, truly engaged audience that you don't quite have with radio or television. So if you have the opportunity to be a guest on a podcast, that is incredibly sacred because somebody is taking time to actually download and then hit play on that medium. And if you're not serving them right off the bat and right out of the gate, then you aren't, you're doing a disservice to you. You're doing a disservice to the audience and you're doing a disservice to the host. So that is one of the first keys to really taking advantage of any stage or opportunity that you're given. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I see that, but I think that's the last thing, unfortunately, that when (laughs) I'm sorry, it's just, it's true. It seems like the last thing that people look for when they're looking for a guest one, Mm -hmm. And two, when you're looking to be on someone's platform, you're looking, yeah, me, I need to, I can do this. I can do this for you. I can do this for you. But I really do like your insight in that the same way we want to serve on our podcast, we should keep that mindset when we go on somebody else's podcast. I want Mm -hmm. to go serve somebody else's audience. And this is an opportunity to do that. So, yeah. Well, it's also the opportunity. So if you are, whether you're a guest or a host, you know, if you are a host of a podcast, that's one of the quickest ways to discern and disseminate your potential guests Mm -hmm. is remembering that you have an active audience that you're trying to serve. And is this guest going to serve them and having those systems and processes in place to vet and evaluate the guests to see if they are in line with with you. And subsequently in line with your audience, because if if a guest resonates with you, they're likely going to resonate with your audience because your audience resonates with you and you have that symbiotic relationship where if you have a guest and you're like, oh, no, guess what your audience is very likely thinking? They told me. (laughs) (laughs) You were warned that this would be an entertaining interview. You were warned. All right. Okay. Thank you. So I appreciate that. And it brings to one thing before, you know, I move on is that if you don't have that attitude of service to an audience, yours or someone else's, then it's why you would refuse to sign a guest release, right? Am I off track here? Well, no, there's a lot of reasons why some people may not sign a guest release. I know I haven't signed a few because the wording of it indicated that not only could the recording be used in perpetuity, but Mm -hmm. that any content that was referenced on the show became the uh, sole property of Mm -hmm. the host. And so when I read that, I'm like, well, if I do this and I show my book, now all of a sudden this becomes your property. Nay, nay. Mm. And then I will not, I won't sign that. But there are some who, you know, are very driven and won't sign any form of disclosure because maybe they don't want to give up rights to some of the intellectual property or they want to have control that what I usually find it's a control thing, right? I need to control my image. 
And what's really interesting about that is the only person who can control your image is you, but you don't do it by limiting other people's access to you. The, yeah. the key is, is to just show up, right? Yeah. It shouldn't matter where you edit the, these interviews, right? People are going to come on and they're going to be on tools of the podcast trade and they're going to talk to you. And you should be able to edit this in any way that you want. And you should still be getting an a accurate representation of me because I'm not going to change who I am at my core for an interview. I'm going to show up as me, Tyler Foley. This is who you get. And what's interesting is if you go back and listen to the 250 episodes that I've done over the last year, this is who I am. Like, I don't change. People can go back. They're like, oh yeah, no, I know exactly who you're going to get. You know, you, you, my body of work speaks for itself and I'm not going to change. And what I find interesting is a lot of those people who have the really tight knit grip on their image, I need to control my image are very likely trying to put up a house of cards that is built on a very shaky foundation. I don't need to control my image. I do control my image. So because I control my image, I'm going to show up as me. So it doesn't matter what you do because I already know what my image is because I am going to show up in the most authentic representation of who I am because I'm not going to change who I am show to show to show. And therefore I do have control over my image, but I don't have to limit what you do to put that image out there if that makes sense. Yes, that absolute sense. And you is who we want. When we ask for Tyler Foley, that's yeah. who we want, right? We don't want a version of you. So yeah, yeah, that's very good. Thank you. Well, and it's interesting because when I do show up, this is a version of me. And my wife will tell you that it drives her crazy, especially when she has to be home, Right. Like it's, it's fine when she's at work and I'm at my studio and life is good. But whenever we're sharing a, a shared space and she has to hear me come on, she's like, you know, you have podcaster voice, right? I'm like, what? She's like, you speak a little differently. You're more energy. And I'm like, well, yes, because I understand the medium and the format. I need to be at a hundred percent. I need to be giving you my all. And then when the show is over, I have my chance to be like, oh, wow, that was good. And then maybe take a little bit of a deep breath and my voice can come down a little bit. And, you know, I can be a little bit more relaxed in my delivery. But when I'm on, again, it's an audio medium. And for the people who get the chance to see the visual, if there's a, a video recording of it, I need to be animated. I need to serve your audience. And I can't serve your audience if I'm bringing this kind of energy. This just isn't <laughs> it. And sometimes I feel like this. Like, it's been a long day. You know, I've had a lot of stuff on the go. I've got two auditions that I need to memorize. I've got two speeches that are coming up that I need to deliver. And frankly, I'm tired. But this isn't going to serve you. If I bring that energy, nobody's going to listen to that. And nobody cares about my excuses. My job as a host, you and I agreed to this time. So it doesn't matter what's going on. I have to come and bring it. And I think that's, again, one of those mistakes. If you can't bring 100% of you each time, reschedule or just don't sign up for the interview. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Thank you. What is Tyler grateful for today? Oh, so much. Where do I begin? I am, first of all, I am grateful that there is a Chinook today. It was cold, cold, cold for this whole week. And now we've got 20 degrees and it is warm. It's a little windy, but I'll take a warm wind over a freezing cold wind every day of the week. I am so grateful. My daughter is getting to present at school today. She's only in grade one. I got to help her memorize her her bit of script and her lines so that she could prepare for her presentation. And that just 
warms my heart. I'm so grateful that it's going to occur at a time that I can watch it because I'm busy and we, I have a lot of interviews that get scheduled. And this was one of those things that we, me and my wife only found out about last night. And so to be able to see when the assembly was know that I get to watch it because the school is going to broadcast it virtually to be able to participate in that. I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for you, Jennifer. I'm grateful to have this opportunity to be able to speak on some expertise that generally people don't ask me about. You know, a lot of times they're asking about the book or they're asking about some of the training programs or some of the stages I've spoke on, but nobody asks me about the technical side of how do you be a good guest? How do you be a good host? How do you make the most out of a podcast platform? And for that opportunity to be able to have a different conversation than what I typically have, I'm thankful for. And the list could go on and on and on. The fact that my truck still starts right now, it's getting old. And that baby, she does not want to turn over. But the fact that every day I can get in there, it's a it's a gamble. But every day it turns over, I'm like, this is one more day. I don't have to make another payment on this thing. So I am I'm grateful for that too. That's, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank, thank you for taking me down to that story because I saw it. Yeah. I saw your daughter and your wife. Why are you for telling me that story? Thank you. All right. So tell us how we can get in touch with you and do tell us about the book. So a couple of things. The book, The Power to Speak Naked, is available anywhere. Being in Canada, you could go to uh, Chapters or Indigo, Barnes & Noble, that's in, available in all bookstores. For your U.S. audience, it's available online and in bookstores too. My publisher is based out of New York, so it's definitely available in the States. If you have an international audience, it is available in, I believe, over 100 countries. So, you know, it's it's the power of a, of a really entrenched publisher to be able to get the book out. And it's designed for anybody who is afraid to stand up in public. So many times we say that we're afraid of public speaking, and that's not actually true because if anybody's ever gone to a restaurant or ordered food, you know, gone to the bank, you know, if you've been in, you've been speaking to people in public, so you're not afraid to speak in public. What typically people are afraid of is when the focus is on them when they're in public. And if they speak, then that they will be negatively perceived or judged. And so it's that fear of public judgment that is actually the thing that needs to be overcome. So if anybody struggles with that fear of judgment, then I would strongly advise them to take a peek at my book and other books, right? It doesn't have to be mine, but uh, The Power to Speak Naked will definitely help guide them into that self-realization that if they have a platform, it's because they're the expert. You don't ask people to come on and speak on a podcast, on a stage, in a boardroom, on a TV or a radio station, if that person doesn't have something to contribute to the conversation. So if you've been asked to speak, you are the expert in whatever topic it is that they've asked you to address. And your audience is on your side. Nobody comes to these things thinking, oh, yeah, that last guest Jennifer had on was really good. But this Tyler Foley guy, I hope he sucks. You know, nobody thinks that. They're not coming on. They want to be engaged. If you don't live up to that promise, that's when we start being disappointed. But our expectation is always that we're going to be informed or entertained and, or at very least our time won't be wasted. And so that is your only job as a speaker or presenter is to make sure that you honor your audience's 
time by providing them some sort of value. If they walk away with even just one thing, you've done your job. But know that if you've been asked to present, you have a message, you have a story, and your story matters, or you wouldn't have been asked. So please, please, please don't be afraid to stand up and and remember the thing that you're afraid to say is probably the thing that your audience needs to hear. So finding the courage and vulnerability to share what's on your heart is usually the, the best way to go. So that's that's the book. And if anybody wants to learn more about that, they can go over to SeanTylerFoley.com. Sean is spelled the proper Irish way. S-E-A-N-T-Y-L-E-R-F-O-L-E-Y.com. Say Tyler sent you. And we have a whole bunch of uh, really good goodies on there. So for anybody who is a regular listener of the Tools of the Podcast Trade and would like to get better at being a guest, we're actually running a podcast mastery challenge right now where anybody who signs up for that, uh, we're going to challenge them to get on 100 podcasts in 100 days. And me and my business partner, Michael, are going to guide you through that. And if you want some of our free resources, if you join my Endless Stages Facebook group, which the link is on the website, seantylerfoley.com, we can provide you with a whole bunch of free resources, including live training every Tuesday at one o'clock mountain time, noon Pacific, three o'clock Eastern, where we come on and, and just show you how to do what I do so that you can show up and you can be on, you would be the next guest on Jennifer's show. If you're listening to this right now and you can write her and, and learn how to have a really compelling introduction where when you reach out to a host, they go, Oh, and if you are a host, how to find and better vet some of those guests. So all of that is available for you if you join Endless Stages. And, and we look forward to playing with anybody who wants to come on and, and take that leap. And we'll put those links in the show notes so people could get in touch with you. Yeah, thank That's you very perfect. much, Tyler Foley, for coming and talking to us today. Now, before I let you go, give a new podcast a one piece of advice as it pertains to either being a guest on another podcast or engaging their audience. My best bit of advice for you is to be you. Don't try to be somebody else. Don't try to be Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan. And why he is so good is because Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan. He doesn't care. He shows up and is him. And if you want to have an engaged audience, you got to show up as you, serving you, being you. And with all of the flaws and all of the fantastic that comes with that you need to be you and if you can truly remember authenticity is synonymous with self-awareness you can't show up as you if you don't know who you are at your core but if you can be real if you can be vulnerable that way your audience size may not be 10 million but whatever it is will be engaged and will be on your side so don't be afraid to say that thing that you may be a little little nervous to let out into the world. The thing you're afraid to say is probably what your audience needs to hear. Reach down, be vulnerable, be authentic, know who you are at your core, speak to you five, 10 years ago, and you will have the most engaged, most incredible audience you've ever, ever asked for. And that would be my advice. Thank you. Good advice. I had to I had to add a marker to that because I, <laughs> I like that. Thank you very much, Tyler Foley. I really appreciate you coming and talking to us today well anytime and and the next time i'm in your neck of the woods i will wave and say hello <laughs> yeah do that thanks got questions about podcasting do you find yourself struggling with the tools and strategies that you know will help you launch and grow your show 
why not join the New West Podcasters Club where you can get your questions answered by me or one of our guest experts. The link to our next meeting is below. Sign up today and don't let confusion about podcasting stop you from owning your genius. Whether you're an individual or a nonprofit, the New West Podcasters Club is where podcasters come for answers. Link below for our next meeting.